Welcome back to Between the Lines. Today we have a very special episode. Unfortunately, though, it is without my brother, my co-host, Kobe. He is missing in action, but we have another very, very special guest, our college basketball expert, Kansas fan. Pat, how you doing? What up? What's good? The little spice. <laughs> I'm very good. I mean, I wish I had my goldfish. Oh, <laughs> you want to get into that? Nah. <laughs> okay, yeah, no one cares anyway. <laughs> so we got... <laughs> Today, on the agenda, we have award predictions for next year for college basketball, and we got an article by John Rothstein. We'll be going over it. He lists the top 45 teams, tells us all the newcomers who's leaving, and the projections for next year's teams. But before we get into that, we're going to be talking, go over the mailbag a little bit, talking about NBA a tiny bit. Um, let's go into Sixers Nets game three. How did James Harden get ejected? No, yeah, that was that was absolute bull. I mean as, as a Embiid fan, like <laughs> I mean I just laugh about it. But like what is that officiating? <laughs> it just I don't know like they were too scared to throw Embiid out because it was like the first like four minutes. But like like and be, Harden didn't really even do anything. I mean, obviously he hit him in the no no square, but like Stop. it was incidental and it wasn't like that bad. So how are you getting a flagrant two for that? Yeah. What if it was like Isaiah Thomas? You'd be hitting him in the chest. <laughs> like come on. Nah, yeah, that 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 made no sense. I mean I I could have seen Embiid getting thrown out there. Um not, I mean, not using this as an excuse, but Claxton did um, step over. Yeah, so I mean, not not saying what he did was right because he clearly tried to kick him. Yeah, <laughs> and um, no, no square. If he did, I think if he did hit him, he definitely would have gotten the flagrant too. But like, still, like that's such bad officiating. <laughs> that makes no sense. Did you think Claxton tried to step over him on purpose, or was he just trying to, like, go away? Oh, yeah. No, he was staring him down. Yeah. <laughs> he was stepping over him. Yeah. For sure. Actually, they had, Ben had beef. Yeah, that series going to be over. And they were shoving and beating around the whole the rest of the game, even, like, before that. And he, like, and beat, he, he was selling it a little bit, but, like, and beat was, like, Public enemy number one, but the the Nets fans were. I can't imagine how much Nets fans hate that dude. <laughs> I'd hate to be a Nets fan. That is tough. <laughs> hey, you see Dame recruiting on the sidelines though. He be is coming to Portland. He was there. Yeah, Dame was courtside. You getting Mikael or Embiid to Portland? Let's go. <laughs> or he's going to <laughs> Brooklyn. Hey. Gonna be a Nets fan. Hey, that'd be a lot better than a Blazers fan. <laughs> no cap. Other game I wanted to talk about is, I believe, game three of the Suns Clippers. Devin Booker is that dude. Yeah, I didn't really watch that game. It was so late. No, yeah, and I was watching the Warriors game and doing homework. So, hey, yeah. Bueno. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was in Spanish. Let's go. <laughs> but all right, say the rest of the pod in Spanish. 
But, but um, that Morris wigger. <laughs> that he had a bank three, off um in the corner, and Nate was so pissed. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, he banked that shit in from the corner. Dude, people on Twitter are roasting Nicholas Batum because he's averaging like one, one, and one. Jeez. In Twelve minutes. Dude fell off. I mean, he never was really there, <laughs> but yeah, he like I haven't even seen him play this year. Yeah, it's tough with that. Power forward position without yeah. Kawhi, obviously. I think they did start Batum, and then Robert Covington doesn't see the floor at all. They did play Morris, but they have a lot of guard depth. But Mason Plumley is unplayable at this point. They were doing a small ball lineup at the end. I don't know if you saw, like Terrence Mann was guarding DeAndre Ayton. Really? Yeah, they did five guards and. Aiden has to be way better. If you guys saw my Instagram post, I put him in underwhelming for number one pick. Yeah, you put another guy underwhelming too. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we're not getting into that, but <laughs> oh, we can. I'd <laughs> say that we're chess with you. That's guys. okay. It's okay. <laughs> we all know that's not where you should be. Yeah, hey, I had to put LeBron in a tier of his own. Yeah, I mean, that's understandable. Because <laughs> he is in a tier of his own. But, um, yeah, with the Clippers, they they need a center. And Plumlee is not the option for backup. Bones and Terrence Mann played pretty good, but Devin Booker was just feasting. When they did that small ball lineup, he was just driving in the paint with ease. He's mm-hmm. basically saying, like, no one can guard me at all. Yeah, and he, he like, hooks at, at the end of the games whenever I watch. Yeah, but. it was wild. And also, shout out to him on the defensive side. He's actually been playing some good defense. Yeah. No, I'm serious. He was getting steals and blocks. He's averaging like three steals or something. I know it's been three games. But <laughs> the issue, I wish Nate was here to talk about it. Kevin Durant and Devin Booker attract so much attention that Chris Ball has been wide open in like the corner on the three around. Mm-hmm. And he's just snapping, hitting it. Do you think that's going to be a problem when they, if they beat the Clippers, if they advance, when Chris Paul is just open, not hitting the shots? I mean, you don't need everyone on the floor to be able to shoot. I mean, he can obviously shoot, but he's washed. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding, Nate. Um, he's definitely fun. not the same. He doesn't move move the same as he used to. I mean, he, he, he cooked. It was Zubach at the end of the game. I saw that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he, he's not the same player as he was. He's a winner, but, like, when you're 37, you're obviously <laughs> regressing, yeah. except for LeBron, unless, unless your name is LeBron. Yeah, and Haslam. Bro <laughs> <laughs> was going crazy the last game. Yeah, but nah, I don't think that'd be a problem. Katie, bruh. every time like I just watch, well now now on the Suns, Katie, and just like look at his body, like it's like bro, how the fuck do you guard that man? Fucking six eleven, fucking slim reaper. Dude. Yeah, nah, and moves like a guard. Just it's sh- I know can shoot over anyone. We're kind of blessed that we're watching him in his era. Like you take it for granted. <laughs> yeah, there's not gonna be a player like. Well, speaking of college, actually. 
I've seen the comparison a lot. No one's going to be like KD. I mean, I don't know about scouting and stuff, but Monty Bates has drawn comparisons to Kevin Durant. Yeah, Obviously, uh, not the same player. I mean, he plays the same like style, but not like to the caliber of Kevin mm-hmm. Durant. Yeah. I don't think we'll ever see a player like KD again, but you never know because we're getting Victor Romagnana here and next year. So. We'll see. He's going to be a player that we've never seen before. So it's like, I mean, we've never really seen anyone like LeBron, if you think about it, someone who has been this good for so many years. Like, I, I don't think we'll ever see a player like him, like gifted physically um, and just as skilled as he is as a player. But like, Womaniana is, I don't think for sure we're ever going to see another player like him, but you never know. We say that a lot. We won in a generation. Yeah. We skilled. <laughs> yeah, we get that number one pick, bro. <laughs> you were lucky. Yeah, we'll have to do a mock draft soon. Oh, yeah. Was there any other series you wanted to go over? Kings, Warriors, Lakers, Nuggets. Um. We can jump into. I mean. Yeah, go ahead. Kings, Warriors. I, th- I think I said this to Nate yesterday. I was like, as like a fan of like, say I were a Warriors fan or a Kings fan, I'd be like, um, I'd just take in the moment to realize like the series you like you're watching because like these are the two, as of right now, best two home court advantages I've seen. Um, the atmospheres are just it makes the game so much better, and like you're watching like the Nets and Sixers and. Clippers signs and these games are boring <laughs> because of the atmosphere. Well, they're they're more boring, obviously, because the atmospheres aren't as good. And that's something that I know the Warriors were down to, and which they're down to one now. Like even as a Warriors fan, I would not be like pressed, even if they were to lose the series. Like just playing, and the, like the every single game being on the watch. Yeah, the an atmosphere court. like that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how we survived the bubble. That's why I wish. No, yeah. I wish. Um, God, I need to stop saying that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wild times. <man. laughs> no, what was I going to say? I, w- I wish college basketball had like home court in, in March. March. Yeah. That would be so unfair. I wish they did. Not not only because of our home court, but, like, I just feel like it'd be a lot more entertaining. And, like, seeding-wise, I don't see why that would really be a problem because, like, the top seeds, like, you're not really getting advantage other than, obviously, playing, on, in quotes, better, or, I mean, worse teams. Like, the seeding this year was absolute garbage. Not even going to get into that. <laughs> why but, not? Oh, you know, but like, I think there should be, I know know it's just the standard. Yeah. It's just the standard. I mean, I wouldn't really necessarily say it's not fair because I mean, you're going to, um, reel in your fans for those games if you make it like, I mean, if you're not selling out your games, (laughs) that's your own fault. Yeah. (laughs) That is your own fault. And I just, yes, it would be it. Because, like, obviously, let's say, like, we were to get the one seed like we do, like, every year. <laughs> we would we would be at home every single game. And, yeah, I know, like, we have an insane um home court 
winning record, especially under Bill. Well, it's like 320 or something like that. Not even 316 or so. Mr. Toupee. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, I know that seems unfair, but I feel like I would enjoy it more as a fan. I'm sure there's more to do with it, like NCAA, like, um, with the money and everything, because they definitely are going to be making more money. Um, I think it should go up to the final four. If okay, that would be more fair. I feel like yeah, just to the final four, and then in the final four, you play in a football stadium like you do every year, and then the NCAA get, gets their money like that. I mean, I I don't know. I can kind of see that. Yeah, I I can totally see why you want it from your perspective yeah. as a Kansas fan. <laughs> But I don't know, like, you think Fairleigh Dickinson would have beat Purdue? See, well, Purdue would have the home court advantage, though, because they're the higher seed. Yeah. But, no, I, I mean, they wouldn't have, most likely. If I they mean, were at Purdue, is what I mean. Like, they w- probably would have had no shot. Yeah. I I see that. But, like, still anything can happen. Yes, it, it would make it so it's harder for upsets. But if you look at it like this year, I think there was too many upsets this year. Like, Final Four was terrible. I don't hear it. Like, <laughs> you you want to see the the um, big programs, the elite level talent in the Final Four, and you didn't see that this year. Like you, the best player was Adama Sanogo, like in by and Jordan Hawkins, and it wasn't even close. Andre Jackson, shout out to him. <laughs> Yeah, but, like, I mean, he's an NBA talent potentially next year, but, like, you're not seeing, like, what we saw last year with, like, four Blue Bloods. and um, That was, like, once in a lifetime. Yeah. I've never seen him. Bunch of NBA talent. Yeah, like, I can see what you're saying. Like, Remy off the bench. Like, you don't, you, you didn't the see squirrel? that. <laughs> yeah, you didn't, you didn't see that this year. And, I don't know, I... People, a lot of people will agree with me, but some old heads that <laughs> boomers won't. But yeah, yeah, I can totally see your standpoint on that. With that being said, though, let's get into our award predictions so we can, or Pat, should I say, <laughs> compile a list of his <laughs> award winners for next year. And yes, I know we're recording this in April. Yeah. Way too early. Way too early. Yeah, that's the fun part of it. So I know we... Uh, like way, way too early. Not even way too early. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like people haven't even transferred. So, or yeah, people are still yeah. transferring. But anyway, you want to start off with player of the year? Um, <laughs> well, well, let's do the other ones first and we'll get to that. Build up to it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so you have most improved. Did you get that one or... Yeah, uh, I. So when we just talked about, I have Andre Jackson for okay. most improved. I thought he was going to the draft. Um, or is he retaining? No, he's retaining his eligibility, but he should come back. Okay. Now he is good. It's so hard to keep up with every single player that is maintaining maintaining the eligibility or coming back or declared. So if we get something wrong, don't. <laughs> I mean, it's our fault, but, like, give us some slack. <laughs> There's so many players. It's so difficult, man. Yeah. Like, college football is my favorite sport to watch, and I'm so confused with yeah. it. 
Do you, do you, I mean, there's a, at first, like all the players like joining the portal and everything. Um, I thought like, I mean, this probably is the best portal ever, but I thought it'd be a little better at the rate it was going, but it's still really good. Like, like, like I said, like best ever. Like, is college football like that? Like, is there, like, a ton of good players in the portal? Um, Not compared to college basketball, I wouldn't say. Mm-hmm. Like, the main players, like the Bryce Youngs and CJ Strouds, they would stay. It's more like underrated players that, like, want to get opportunities. Mm-hmm. It's like a five-star backup QB he transferred. Like, DJ Uyunglele went to Oregon State. That's like a really big one. Oh yeah, Clemson. Yeah. Okay. I know my stuff. I guess the this is the biggest one ever we've ever had. Travis mm-hmm. Hunter was the number one recruit, but that was because he, uh, followed Dion Colorado. But no, it's not really like college basketball. I would say. Yeah, I feel like since I mean, obviously, five starters is a lot less than in football but like i think i I love the portal but so there's gonna be some repercussions coming here soon yeah it's like free agency yeah because of the money uh uh-huh i imagine if it wasn't for the money though like and you could just get everyone you could literally build super teams i mean that's a little bit makes it a little fair but at the same time like all these small schools, but like you look at like this year, like the portal was like big last year. Um, I don't think it's nearly as big as this year, but like it was big last year. And like, look how many upsets there were. There was no elite team, so I don't see why. Um, th- it shouldn't stay like this. I do like it, obviously, as a Kansas fan, but because we get the we got Remy and then we got. Kevin, who was like the second best transfer last year. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, let's go. Let's get back into our award prediction. <laughs> so, yeah, I did see Andre Jackson enter the NBA draft while retaining college eligibility. Mm-hmm. So, you were right. So, what is the next award you got on your list? Um, I have freshman of the year. I have Xavier Booker um, out of Michigan State because I think he's going to. Well, I'm pretty confident Michigan State's going to be a really good team next year. And their guards are um, good facilitators and can, uh, I think Xavier Booker can just jump into his role immediately and be a, like, 14-point-per-game scorer because um, he'll be the best player in that front court. Um, But I think since Michigan State's going to be so good and he's going to be good, I think he will win freshman of the year. I do like that prediction. I do want to ask you, do you think they're Big Ten favorites right now? I know it's really early. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure Edie's coming back. But I would consider them as the Big Ten favorites right now. Yeah. Um, 1A, 1B, I'd say with Purdue. Okay. Yeah, I really like that team. Mm-hmm. That's not a bad pick for freshman of the year. What's your next award you got? Um, and then defensive player of the year, I have Jalen Clark. I mean, he just won it this year. He should be returning. Um, I don't. You might double check that because I know he yeah, should be returning. That. I don't remember if 
he declared and maintained his eligibility or he already declared his comeback. But he's going to be my deep boy because, I mean, he won it this last year. Usually isn't going to be very good, so that's the only concern I have with this pick. I just... Yeah, he entered the draft while retaining eligibility. Yeah. It's just Usually is not going to be good next year. Oh, it's like him and Adam Bona is other two like returners. Yeah, he also entered the draft forward. Yeah. So yeah. And um I I'm gonna just stick with Jan Clark for now. It's way way, way too early. I <laughs> but I'm gonna go with him. Yeah. I don't even know if he'll be would he be ready for next year. I he he got injured really late against Arizona, I believe. Yeah, I think he'd but, be ready next year. Like like I said, I think the only concern really if he were to return is um him being that guy and then having to be that guy and not only offense and defense. So that's the only thing that would be concerning to me. You're not that guy, pal. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> no one has energy like that. Yeah, I like that. So what you got next on the list? We got coach of the year. All right. So, up. yeah, I got coach of the year and – Player there. This is going to um, surprise you a little bit, but I have Bob Huggins as my coach of the year, um, top ten coach, there. Hall of Famer, and wow. I just I think West Virginia is going to be one of those shocker teams this year. I don't know what John has him in his rankings. He has him at thirty three. Um, but they got a transfer in Kirkriza, um, which is something they really needed. And just a little bit of a pesty, pesty guard that can kind of do everything. Um, they have Josu Toussaint returning, transfer from Iowa. He wasn't very good last year, but he's kind of a, just a throw in. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah, that's Iowa. But they have a guard named Jose Perez that was like a 20 points per game scorer. Um, I forget what school it was that was supposed to play last year, but he did not because of some waiver from the NCA. So he had to sit out a year. Uh, he's gonna be he's underrated, and Trey Mitchell is someone that I think is really underrated. I really like his game, and they got a transfer in Jesse Edwards who will fit perfectly along Jesse Edwards because um, Trey Mitchell can really stretch the floor and I I think that front court is might just be the best in the country it wow. definitely can be the best um for sure but I'm gonna go with West Virginia because I think they're gonna be the if they um if they stay at like 33 like like in John Rousey's rankings and don't really get all the looks that they're not getting right now. I think that they will. Uh, Bob Huggins will be the coach of the year. I like that pick, actually. He is a very, very good coach, Hall of Famer, like you said. I do want to ask, though, I'm kind of new to the college basketball scene. Does coach of the year factor in, like, record? Does it depend on that? Um, It's mainly just, like, um, like if you saw, like, Chaka Smart, he won it last year. Just like basically, it's usually that unranked team that finished the season finishes the season in the top ten. That's usually what it is. Okay. Um, and that's kind of why I'm going with West Virginia here. You think they'll be a top ten? Yeah, because I think they're. I think they would be. Could be. 
they can be top 10. I just think they're my sleeper team as of now. I mean, the portal is going to change everything because not there's like not even half the players have committed yet. So yeah, it's, things are going to change. But as of right now, they are one of my sleeper teams. Um, that, and I mean, I, I watch a lot of Big Twelve, <laughs> as you know. And um, like yeah, they're they're for sure my sleeper team. My Big Twelve is going to be nasty next year. Not as good as this year, but. Yeah. So Never next, know. is it finally? Did you have award predictions for every position? Um, or do we have player of the year next? Yeah, I have player of the year. Oh, I want to say one more thing about Bob Huggins. Yeah. I was watching like this pod. Uh, I watched the Uh-oh. shout out to the field of 68. Um, Come join us. <laughs> I, I watched them a lot. Um, and they had Bob Huggins on with them. And. They like asked him, they were like sucking him off so much. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and but that point. And he, he they go they asked about what they thought of like Houston, Cincinnati, BYU, um God, why am I how I'm UCF. Yeah, UCF joined the Big Ten, Big Twelve, and mainly about about Houston. And he he asked Bob Huggins what he like thought of it and he goes, um, I feel bad for them. And, like, I mean, he's not wrong because, I mean, obviously Houston's been a, a very good team the past couple of years and been a good – trying to become a good program under Kelvin Sampson. But, like, I truly don't think they're ready yet. I don't – I, I want to say yet. I don't think – Ready for what? To join the Big 12. Uh, I don't think they know really what they're getting in, they're themselves into because I th- – I think if they were to have played in the Big 12 this year, like obviously they are a great, very good team this year, I think they would have finished like fourth in the Big 12. I just, they were pretty inconsistent. I mean, they played no one. So, but we can go into player of the year. So, oh, this Let's is go. gonna, um, my heart is pounding, sound a little biased, Uh-oh. but I'm gonna go Hunter Dickinson. And I think this because I think he's a Kentucky or Kansas lock. I um I mean obviously Maryland is in there, but if he were to go to Maryland, scrap this because he's not winning player of the year at Maryland. <laughs> Proud George then. <laughs> no, no. I, I think they're out. I, I don't he can he can transfer from Michigan and go to Georgia. I don't think he would have left if he were to do that. So that's why I don't think he'll go to Maryland. Yeah. I think he wants to win. He wants to make money. And I heard, like, strength coach is, like, really important. And us in Kentucky have definitely the better strength coach. <laughs> uh, but he he's cold. He has a visit. I think he, he's visiting us right now, actually. And um, he has a visit, like, it's, like, 25th or the 28th with Kentucky. Bro, he's going to miss NFL. Draft. But I think... I think um, whoever he commits to between those two, um, he will win player of the year, especially if he comes to us. I think because him and Dewan would be a lethal pick-and-roll combo and just Bill Self with big men. He he, he, he will be a – if he's a 19-point-per-game scorer on Michigan, he will be a 20-plus point-per-game scorer on um, Kansas. So that's going to be my – Player of the year, um, if 
he were to go to other one of those teams. I agree with that. If I had to pick a player of the year, that's exactly who I would pick. Mm-hmm. But with Kentucky, if he goes to Kentucky, it would be interesting because getting the number one center in the class, Aaron Bradshaw, mm-hmm. seven foot. See, that's the only thing. I, I don't think he fits very well over there. But, like, it's Kentucky, and you can never call him out with recruiting, even though they really haven't done anything with the portal necessarily. Yeah. Um, Is Oscar coming back? No. See, that's why I was kind of okay. hoping he was were to come back. But I don't think he's maintaining his el- maintaining his eligibility. I don't know if you want to look that up. I don't think he is. But um, so seniors with additional eligibility, Oscar. Yeah, he does have extra eligibility, but I don't know if he like declared uh, yeah. that he's not gonna be using it. Yeah, I don't know yet. But keeping Chris Livingston apparently that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, again, I don't think he's gonna fit well with that work with that team because they don't really have the playmakers that we have. Um, and Sleeping on Dylan Hale. <laughs> I, I, I think if he were to go, only reason he'd go for to Kentucky is to make it to the NBA, um, which is everyone's dream, obviously. But, like, Coach Cal, like, flew out to him. Um, he flew out to... Really? Flew out to Michigan oh. because he was... So, Hunter was going to Michigan, the airport to fly to Lawrence to come to his visit, and Coach Cal, like, flew there, met him there for, like, a couple hours and talked, and then, like, set up a visit and everything. So, I mean, that's pretty fucking weird. Like, screw that dude. (laughs) Like, what is your problem? (laughs) Like, I smell salty. Yeah, that's that's my player of the year. I like that prediction. Is that all the awards we got, I believe? Yeah. Okay. So now we have an article by John Rothstein. It is the top 45 teams for next year, preseason edition. So I'm just going to run over this article with you, and we can go over it, talk about it, see what's right and wrong. We're probably not going to agree with everything he says, especially (laughs) this number one team. We have the Duke Blue Devils. Projected starting five, Tyrese Proctor, Jeremy Roach, Jared McCain, Mark Mitchell, and Kyle Filipowski. Um, I'm going to agree with this. I think they they should be the number one pick as a pick, um, team as of now. Um, How old is Before Jeremy the portal. <laughs> and I think this is going to be his senior year, I think. Uh, I don't even know. I believe it's a junior or senior year, but Tyrese Proctor is pretty. I think I was gonna put him as my most improved, but yeah, he underwent. I didn't want to. <laughs> wow! And um, come on, Jeremy Jeremy Roach is mid. I mean, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Jeremy McCain is one of the, arguably the best shooter in the, the, this freshman class. Old. Um, Kyle Filipowski. As you know, he he's good. He was like a fifteen point per game score, like fifteen and eight or something this year. Um, he's gonna be good. I think he's gonna be a player of the year finalist. And um Mark Mitchell, who is Mark Mitchell's your favorite. Sophomore sophomore out of Sunrise Christian, who was underwhelming last year for sure. So it makes me not regret not getting him. But I, I think they're deserving of the number one team. 
to let our listeners of a pod know, we were watching, uh, I think, the McDonald's All-American game last year. And Sunrise Christian is a school in Kansas, I think right next to Wichita. I yeah, believe. they're like in Wichita. And um, Grady Dick and Mark Mitchell were on the same team and we were watching it. Yeah. <laughs> Mark Mitchell never passed to Grady Dick. <laughs> and every time Patrick left the room, Grady Dick would get the ball. <laughs> no, nah, it was bull. I never got to see him score. So Patrick isn't the biggest fan of Mark Mitchell. I think. <laughs> yeah, he was a ball hog, though. <laughs> but yeah that team is loaded even the bench the tj powers a four star i believe caleb foster they are losing Derek and Derek lively but i was surprised that kyle was coming back i thought he'd be like a first round pick at least mm-hmm. and you think now he could get into the lottery next year maybe it's tough to tell uh like he would have to have like an insane year and i think he would maybe hit like 15 14 okay so right around there yeah um but only concern i have is coaching um young coach yeah. and was didn't really i mean they they were really good at the end of the year but like they didn't do squat until the end of the year so. yeah Let's get to the second team, the UConn, from the best conference last year. All right. Big East. <laughs> they were that. second or third. I think they were probably second. But, um, yeah, I I would. They're losing a lot. Of I would, I'm going to do a spoil. Give out a spoil. We can give out the teams above them. So he has Purdue at three and Michigan State at four. I would take both these teams over UConn. Um, because Hinogo just declared he's not coming back. And like Newton, Stephen Castle, um, Andre Carabin, Alex Andre Carabin, Andre Jackson and Alex Carabin are all like mid players and then Donovan Kling I think will be really good next year. I wouldn't um, say Andre is mid. Yeah, I'd I'd say he's above above mid. <laughs> but I think oh, I think he's gonna be pretty good next year. But like as of now, like like Newton Castle and Caravan are all mid, and I just I, mean, I don't I can't really see them at two. I know they just want a natty. That's probably why they're up there. But yeah, Newton I can see. I mean Castle, he hasn't played a game. Before. Yeah, but like Purdue is returning their whole lineup: um, Brain Smith, Fletcher Lawyer, Ethan Morton, Caleb First, and Zach Eady. Um, if Maybe. they return Zach Eady, yeah. Um, but I think undoubtedly Purdue should be the at least the two or potentially the one. Um one A, one B, like with Michigan State. I think Michigan State has the highest potential. Um, AJ Hogard, Tyson Walker, Jay Nadkins, who They're all I returning? think is gonna be good. Yeah. Um Malik Hall. And your and freshman. Xavier, yeah, and then Xavier Booker. I think they're like their guards. Their guards are good. Their wings are good, and chicken wing. They have a center that, like I like I said, I think will be the best, um, in the country, and they even have center depth too. So even if Xavier Booker doesn't pan out, they're gonna have Manny Sissoko, Jackson Kohler. Um, the rest of their bench is kind of bad, but you think Xavier's related to Devin? No. <laughs> What they look like? Uh, definitely <laughs> not. <laughs> I was like, "What?" <laughs> no, yeah, that team is tough. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. So we got two, three, four. You want to keep it pushing? With five, we have the best conference again, Marquette. <laughs> I mean, best conference, Big East, mm-hmm. Marquette, and then Creighton is six. So more Big East. Yeah, I think Marquette at five is fair. They're returning their whole lot, their whole team. Um, so I, I think five is fair. I think they overperformed a lot, so I wouldn't be surprised if they were a little worse um, this year, but I think they're going to be better next year. So five, five is a, uh, definitely a solid spot right now. Yeah, let's move on. No one cares about Marquette. Let's get into Creighton. <laughs> yeah. The big topic since we live in Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about six. Is that too high, too low? I think that's fair as well. Um, they just got a transfer, Stephen Ashworth. Um, and then they have Trey Alexander for their backcourt. That's a pretty solid backcourt. Um, then they have Shireman, Kaluma, Cockburner, all returners. Um, they should have Cockburner back. I don't. I thought he. I don't know if he declared or not, but I know for a fact he's at least maintaining his maintaining his eligibility. Oh no, he's not. He hasn't even declared yet. Oh okay. We'll have to keep an eye on that because that would definitely move him. And even yeah, Trey Alexander has um. He he declared and he's maintaining his college eligibility, so he might be leaving. That's definitely something to keep an eye on. But the only thing I would see concerning about this team would be um, defense a little bit, especially if they were to lose um, Trey. Um, but, like, Baylor Shireman and Sue Nashworth is, are really bad defenders. But then they have Cockburn and Kaluma, and if they are turning Alexander, th- those are three good defenders. So I think it's a good spot for them. Yeah, Nemhard was a tough loss for them, and... I was going to ask, that's a super tough question. We don't know how the bracket will play out. Mm-hmm. I believe they went to the Elite Eight, I think, when they lost to San Diego State. Yeah. Do you think they could go farther? Do you think they're title favorites? Is that stretch? Hell nah. Do you think they're Big East favorites? Yeah, I think, I think them and Marquette are definitely 1A, 1B again. Because UConn's above both these teams. Uh, yeah. Did I see that's why I said I think UConn should be a little lower. Okay. I think these two teams are better than UConn as of now, um, for sure. But that could always change because UConn, I know, is targeting some. But we actually took um, Nick Timberlake. He was, like, the UConn favorite because he's from Connecticut. Well, he's from Massachusetts, which we all hate. Um, and But he... Yeah, he it's so tough. They were... They were That's yeah. why we hate No, nah, yeah, they were his... The the favorite for, to get for getting him, that's kind of a big loss for them. So, um, yeah, I that is. They, yeah, I th- I think Creighton and as of now, Creighton and Marquette are better. I'm gonna keep. I'm I'm gonna stop saying as of now just because it's our way too early, way way too early rankings, and every like things can change tomorrow, and like this whole list could be different. Yeah. So let's get into our first SEC team, Alabama, at seven. Um, I think this team is ridiculously high. <laughs> um, I think the backcourt is really good. Mark Sears and John Quinterly are really good, but really both inconsistent guards. Yeah, and Quinterly might leave. Yeah, but um, Charles Bediaco is pretty solid. They're um, losing a lot. Yeah, and but like Ra- Ryland Griffin and Nick Pringle. 
rank mid below. <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna say they're way too high. Yeah, I ain't even mad at that. They did get a couple of transfers, I think three or four. But Noah Clowney is a really underrated player. I think he could be a steal in the draft. Obviously, losing their best player, Brandon Miller. Jaden Bradley is also a pretty good prospect. That's a tough loss. And they're just losing a lot of players. But the mm-hmm. next SEC team on here is Arkansas. Wow, we're just going to flip. We're going to say, screw you, Florida Atlantic. <laughs> I was going to ask about SEC basketball title favorites. Is it between okay. Bama and Arkansas? Or do you see, like, Kentucky maybe pushing it? Tennessee? Um, it's a good conference now. See, the thing is, I I think FAU is in a good spot. But then, since we're talking about Arkansas, um, I think <laughs> they're a little... I think they're a little high. They definitely have the potential to be this good. Arkansas? Yeah, but I don't I, I don't see it happening. They're losing a lot. They they did get um LLS who I think is really underrated. So I mean, I think they're a little high, but I don't think they should be this high. Yeah, we can go back to Florida Atlantic. My fault, Owls fans. Um, yeah, like there's any listening to this. <laughs> okay. Wow. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say Florida Atlantic is in a good spot. I don't have a lot to say about the team other than Elijah Martin. I, I think and John L. Davis, I think they're both, yeah, they're both maintaining their college eligibility and testing the draft waters. But if they get those two guys back, they, they should be. Once the portal is closed, I think for sure top 12. Do you think they have a size issue since they don't maybe have any a little forwards? Bit. Yeah, maybe a little bit, but I really wanted – I was hoping Elijah Martin would enter the portal because I really wanted him, but um, he's not, obviously. And <laughs> those two are really good guards. Yeah. Next, let's get to one of your favorite teams, number 10, Houston. Tigers. Um, I think this is a fair spot. Um, as of now, Jamal Shedd and Eldrick Carr are not a really good backcourt. I'm seeing a lot of good backcourts here. Uh, that's that's a theme. Yeah, like seriously. the wings and wings are pretty weak. But um, I think this is a good a good spot as of now. I think maybe a tiny bit lower. Would be more fair, but if Jamal Shed comes back, I think for sure top fifteen. Is this like prediction of a people? Because Houston's usually one two because their conference. I don't think they'll be ten. Yeah, or is it? Like, I mean, they're gonna be in the Big Twelve next year. Oh, it's next year. Yeah. Okay, then they might be lower than this. Actually. So that's why I'm gonna say, um, they're a top fifteen team. I think this is a little. High, just a little bit, but I think I'd, I'd probably say it's a, it's a fair ranking. Yeah, and their losses are very key. Like Marcus Sasser, obviously. Mm-hmm. Jairus Walker, he did do great, but he was only there for a year. And then I think Jamal Shedd is leaving. I'm not too sure on that. Mm-hmm. But next we have Gonzaga, who still needs to join a conference. <laughs> Come on. But they got Creighton transfer Ryan Nemhard. They actually got a bunch of transfers, it looks like. 
and their spot is 11. I think that's too high to uh I think it's a fair fair ranking, maybe a little higher cuz I think Graham EK and Anton Watson is a really good front court. Um and then Ryan Nemhard's uh Ryan Nemhard's good and Noel Hickman definitely has the potential there, but their wings are a little the only concerning part. So, uh, I'm guessing they're going to try to get someone in the stacked portal. Mm-hmm. Do you think? Uh, oh, wait. It looks like Malachi Smith has another year of eligibility. Huh. So, I'd probably say, yeah, maybe a little higher, but I don't mind this ranking. Do you think their guard situation is an upgrade or downgrade from Julian Strother and Rasir Bolton to Nemhard and Hickman? Uh, downgrade for sure. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Julian Strother is tough. Yeah, and um, I remember Sir Bowling at Iowa State. He he kind of he was good, like he was really good at Iowa State, and then he transferred, and he was good on, he was good on um Gonzaga. Um, he just did his role, but he did his role good. Um, he just he never really improved from Iowa State, so um, I I would still take that back with him. Yeah, I would agree. Next, I believe we have the first Pac-12 team, USC Trojans at 12. What do you think about that? Um, I think they're a little too high. They're um, young. Yeah. Kind of be young. I mean, I like, it's like Isaiah and Boogie, but I don't really like the rest of their... I mean, Isaiah Collier, first of all. Yeah. Dude is a beast. Yeah, so I want to be... I mean, if he's... Uh, he definitely could be a freshman of the year, obviously. Number one, yeah, number one player. So, um, I think they're too high, and I think they should. They're going. I don't know their transfer situation, but I'm pretty sure they're gonna get someone good. Hold on. I think they lost someone to the portal. Is it Peterson or? I'm pretty sure he is going to the draft. Oh, okay. I, I mean, don't, I don't think he has any more eligibility. USC. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm gonna say they're too high for sure. Yeah, the Pac-12 is. On, I think, in my opinion, is the only conference hurting from all the teams moving. Mm-hmm. I mean, USC is gonna go to the Big Ten, but every conference is gaining teams, or has way more. They're gonna have like eight teams, and not good teams. Like, what would be the best team? Like Oregon, by then. So it's yeah, I I'm not I haven't done too much research into the Pac-12. I'd probably like, yeah, I'm I'm not gonna spoil it because we'll we'll finish this list and all that. I'll save. All right, let's run through these a little quicker. Yeah. We have ACC Miami at thirteen. This team went far. Mm-hmm. Surprising. Yeah, Ni- Nigel Pax and Norch had really good. Um. But I don't really like the rest of their team, how it is looking. Um, they had they're losing Jordan Miller and Isaiah Wong. Um Wong is gone. I'd probably say this is a f- I'd say this is a little fair a fair ranking, but I think they should be a little lower. They will be a little lower. Wong is gone. <laughs> no, Wong is gone. Next we have Kentucky. This is a very interesting one. This team is super young. But it's kind of reminds me of Duke last year with all the freshmen. What do you think about this? Um, this is has Shibway. You wanna look that up and see if Shibway, um, 
declared real quick, just real quick. Fact check. Yeah, I really like their freshmen. Obviously, um, I think one if one of those freshmen were to break out, and Oscar were to stay, and Chris Livingston were to actually be good this year, <laughs> then they would be good. I think. This is a fair ranking for a Kentucky team that has this much potential. I'm going to go ahead and say this is a fair ranking. Wow, you like their freshman, Manah Isaiah Collier? Yeah, but they, Kentucky has so much freshmen. I mean, I obviously yeah. like Isaiah a lot, but like Kentucky has so many freshmen that... Crazy. Yeah, it's like every year. So what it says is Oscar declared for the draft, but he left the option to return for okay. one more season. Yeah. I knew it. I don't know why he didn't have it on here. That Next, don't take all the time to talk about this. <laughs> we have the Kansas Jayhawks, whatever Jayhawk is. <laughs> you um, have big losses. As of now, I think this is a fair ranking. Um, 15 round. And I'm going to go ahead and rant about who I want in the portal real quick. Uh, I mean, okay, I'm going to go ahead and say, like, Juan, um, going to be a for sure top six-ish point guard in the country next year for sure. Um, w- hopefully, I I do want Kevin back, but at the same time, it wouldn't be the worst if Durant leave. Just because um, it's just our roster is so like it's so hard to like predict a starting lineup or anything because we can't have Dewan. Kevin, KJ Adams, and Ernest Uday all on the same floor together. We will make th- two or threes a game, uh, and that's just not gonna yeah. work out. So if Kevin were to leave, that's whatever. I do obviously want him back, but Harrison Ingram wouldn't be bad. I would rather have Kevin than um, Harrison Ingram. But didn't uh, KJ run the five last year? Or am I tripping? Yeah, he did. But would you do that again? See, um, I guess it depends on the big. No, just because I, I've heard he is transitioning to the wing, um, or at least trying to getting down a jumper. I hope, yeah. um, because he would be he would be really good if he gets a jumper, like really good. And I can send him my two. Th- that's jump a big shot. thing, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's obviously a big thing not to have, but for sure. Like I said, Hunter Dickinson, I hope is the favorite. Where are the favorites for him? <laughs> um, with all the transfers you already got, though, who will be incorporated to the? So line? we have only gotten Nick Timberlake. That's the only player we've gotten. Okay. Um. Well, Marco's a freshman coming in. Yeah, I've heard a lot of hype around him, but as a freshman, you never know who's going to start under Bill. So yeah, I'm gonna go Mr. ahead Grady. and not hype him up a lot. Yeah, no, exactly. So I'm not gonna hype him up a lot. But my dream lineup would be Dewan, um, either switch out 28 minutes per game between Nick Timberlake and like Harrison, potentially Harrison Ingram or like Primo Spears. Um. Your boy Kyle Cuff. And then even like KJ Adams. I I, I love KJ so much, but like for potential wise, I don't want him to start unless he actually gets a jumper. Unless he gets a jumper, then he's perfectly fine with starting. 
But if we were to get Dickinson, I would absolutely love to have him at the four. Like, so it would be like Dewan, Nick Timberlake, Kevin McCuller, Hunter Dickinson, and Ernest Uday. No one is scoring on that. And that seriously would be the best defense that I've ever seen. And I'm not even cap. I'm not even capping. Even it, especially if you were to plug in KJ Adams for Nick Timberlake um, and or like a Marco Jackson, who's a good defender. Even if we were to get like Arteria Morris, but yeah, those are the pretty much spirits of Arteria Morris and um, Harrison Ingram, and then Kevin McCuller's decision along with Hunter Dickinson are all things that could really shape this roster. And even I think Marcus Adams Jr. is going to be really good. I don't know if it's going to be this year because he reclassified, but he is going to be one of our next great players. But I'm going to go ahead and say this is fair. Yeah. Fair ranking. For now. (laughs) I do have one thing I want to ask you real quick before we move on with Jalen Wilson. Is he one of your favorite Kansas players of all time? Um, yeah. I do like Greedy more. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's just because, like... His last name? Greedy coming at... (laughs) (laughs) Greedy coming out out of high school, like, I... I liked him a lot, and I thought like he would be one of the best freshmen in college. And the fact that he turned out to be like the second best freshman, and then Choo-choo-choo. it's Grady Dick. He he's got a, he's got a good personality, <laughs> good jumper, good stroke. And okay, yeah, that's smooth. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited to see him in the NBA. But I yes, he is one of my fa- my, my favorite um Jayhawks all the time. But I had a more favorite player last year. Um, like I said, Ochai. I like Ochai more than both of those. Okay, yeah. Shout out to Jalen Wilson, though. Yeah, thanks. Baller. Next, we have Tennessee, who I had a lot of faith in in the tournament, but kind of disappointed me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd probably say this is a fair ranking. I think they maybe should be a tiny bit higher. Um, I'm not going to get too much in this. Like, they're returning pretty much their whole starting lineup. It might be because the SEC is super tough. Yeah, I mean, but I'm going to go ahead and say fair. Like, Ziegler, Zion Jordan James, good, like, really good players. Vescovi is a good role player, good shooter. Plasvic, good role player. So I'm going to go ahead and say really fair. That's a fair ranking. We are at 17. We have San Diego State with returning the GOAT, Lamont Butler. Um... You think they just got hot in the tournament, or you think they're here? Kind to of, yes. I think they're too high. They're losing Matt Bradley, who is arguably their best player. Um, it was a Rob, who was a good role player for them, and Nathan Mensa, who was another good role player for them. So I think they're. I think not much to say about this team because I haven't watched them a lot, but I think they're too high. I guess Lamont did enter the draft while retaining eligibility, mm-hmm. so that could be another one. Yeah, and I mean he wouldn't have been doing that if he didn't make the final four <laughs> <laughs> next we have Texas A&M another SEC team at 18 um I think this is a fair ranking they're they're Say definitely yeah well this is a good <laughs> this is a good list okay so Not it's kind of hard to like yeah it's kind of hard to disagree because John is I think my I think he's the best analyst and he knows the most um, but like Wade Taylor, um, Ty- Tyrese Radford, Henry Coleman, Julius Marble are all 
like pretty solid players. I'm gonna go ahead and say this is a solid rank ranking, but I think they should slide down a little bit once the portal closes. Next, we have a pretty interesting team, 19 Baylor Bears. Um, I think they're very high. <laughs> um, I definitely could be wrong, but, I mean, they're returning a lot. one, if not two starters. Yeah. Um, so I think they're very high, especially – because I'm going to be real. I don't even know who Amir Little is. Uh, I know who Jacoby Walter is, but, like, this team is just, like, yeah, I, I, Chad Drew's a great coach, but I hate the dude. And I think, undoubtedly, they shouldn't even be in, like, the top 30. <laughs> yeah, the losses are massive. Keontae George, based off, yeah, based off, like, roster. They, they could be, I think, like, what they're at right now, like 19, is their ceiling. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm going to say they're too high. Next, we have a very interesting one to me. I don't think I've ever seen this team this high. We have Colorado at 20. Yeah, this is what you were talking about, like Pac-12 and everything. I think Colorado is the best team in oh, okay. the Pac-12. Um, KJ Simpson, Luke O'Brien, Cody Williams, um, Tristan De Silva, and their newcomer, um, Eddie Lampkin from TCU. Is pretty solid. Um, <laughs> He's a freshman, Cody Williams. Yeah, uh, yeah. I believe I don't know too much about Cody Williams, but the rest, I, like I know a lot, decent amount. KJ Simpson, the Silva, and Eddie Lampkin. So I'm a, um, I'm a, I'm pretty sure Cody Williams is their top recruit, is it not? Yeah, he's the five star. Yeah. So um, I, I think this is a very. I, I'm gonna say they're too low. I, I'm gonna say they're too low. I think they should be around like 12. Next, we have good story from last year, Northwestern Wildcats at 21. You think it was just one year like they went crazy or they're going um, to stay? If they do return Boo Booey and Chase Hadij, I think they should um, be higher. I just, I don't really, that's a very, that's arguably the best backcourt in the country, along with Ty Berry. Um, they're very short on. Like they're they're short, <laughs> but they're very short on length, <laughs> and um, a front court presence and front court score. So that's the only thing really holding them back. I think they should be higher, like fifteen ish, fourteen. But if, like I said, if they look, they might. They're probably gonna lose Chase Hadij. I'm guessing, but if they return those two, I think that might be the best backcourt in the country. Next, we have back to back. Big Ten teams, Maryland Terrapins. <laughs> um, I don't think they lost much. I'm gonna say this is a fair rating. Yeah, returning Jameer Young. Jameer Young's good. He'll be one of the top point guards in the country next year. Um, I don't know who Harris Smith is, but like Dante Scott and Julian Reese are pretty solid players. I think this is a fair a fair ranking. Next, we have the UCLA Bruins out of the Pac-12. Shout out to Pac-12 after dark. Bill Walton is wilding. <laughs> but we talked about Jalen Clark, the defensive player. Tommy Hawk has massive loss. Do you think – I feel like this is kind of high. What do you think? Um, looking at the, the teams below him, I would say that. But if Jalen Clark were to leave, they're like top 50, not even. 
Uh, I'd probably, yeah, borderline top 50. Yeah. But because um, like Tiger was the heart of that team. I'd probably say they're a little high. Um, but these teams below are not very good. I, I I'm looking at his other teams, and I would take a decent amount of teams over there. Like I would take Auburn. I'm a, let's just go to 25 because it's taking like a long time. And but I would take I would take like Auburn, um, Michigan State. Let's see. I I'd take Missouri over them. West Virginia for sure. Michigan State. I thought we already said not Michigan State. Um, Mississippi State. Oh. Um. Potentially even like North Carolina. Even. Wow. Um. I would take a lot of teams over this team. So I'm gonna go ahead and say they're too high. Okay. Next, we have the St. Mary's School. Um, <laughs> what conference are they in? Gonzaga's? I know Logan Johnson is a big loss. Kyle Bellins, I <laughs> said I'm a be really real. know who he is. Which is I recognize the name, which is sad. I'm gonna go ahead and say they're too high, just because again I went down and scrolled through all these teams, and I've seen a lot of teams that I would take. Holy spoiler! So I mean, we're not gonna be going over these, like even like. Yeah, the last team we got, we'll round it out with the top twenty-five. We have the best conference again, Xavier from the Big East. Um, they're getting a lot of newcomers. Yeah, they now that they are. Zachary Mill is good. I'm gonna go ahead and say they're a little too high as well. Um, not I don't know too much about their newcomers. I'm be real. Um, but I'm gonna go ahead and say they're a little too high, just because the teams below. All right, and that wraps it up. Let us know if you want to go through 26 through 45 in the next podcast. We can do that. The team I didn't hear was Texas, so I wanted to get into that a little bit. Yeah, I think I, I looked at them too. I think they should be above like St. Mary's and a few of those teams at the end. Um, but I, I'd say it's decently fair. Yeah, I would agree with that. Now let's get into our two favorite segments of the day because we only got two. <laughs> hot take and trivia question of the day. Let's start off with hot take. I can start off. Mine is very spicy. Just how I like my wings. Austin Rivers has the best high school mixtape ever. All right. <laughs> I told you this is very, very spicy. <laughs> I know there's millions of high school tapes that are crazy, but I just remember sit. Sitting in my desk watching YouTube on my iPad, iPod, whatever. I'm, I'm old. <laughs> Your iPod. <laughs> and that man was cooking. Yeah. He... I thought this dude was the second coming of Jesus. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I uh, I mean, it's a hot take, but I wouldn't say it's that spicy. Not trying to degrade your hot take. Because I've seen some people say that it's his... His is the best, but I'm biased, and I already know what I'm going to say. Zion? Yeah. No. <laughs> I, he has a good big state, but he's not top three. His is just funny because the little kid <laughs> trying to guard him. No, yeah. Cause he went, just because he went against no one. He went against nobodies. And the rest of nobody. We all know Wiggins has the best high school mixtape. Yeah, Josh Jackson was better than that. I, I actually think Josh Jackson's is 
the one like arguably like the most underrated. Dude, I watched that one so many times. Cold. John Wall is another name. Yeah, I think he's like three. Derek Rose. Um, I haven't really seen Brandon those. Jennings. Yeah, it's like all these players. It's hard. Like I just kind of degrade them just because they're they're so ass. Yeah. Ben Simmons, especially D Rose. Wow. Now you're hearing that, Mike. <laughs> Aaron Gordon's once, but yeah. yeah, I think all these players are better. What if Jackson's better than these guys? Josh Jackson was insane. Yeah. What is your hot take of the day? Um. So my I'm gonna say two, just because I kind of talked about one. So my hot take is West Virginia is gonna be a top ten team next year. Um, and Bob Higgins will win Coach of the Year. And then my second hot take is going to be the Warriors won the NBA Finals. Oh, boo. Edit the tomatoes thrown at you. (laughs) And Wiggins will win Finals MVP. Boo. (laughs) I know that's going to make our listeners very happy. No. No. You should have won last year. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, f- it, he definitely had Wiggins, def, not Wiggins, Curry definitely had a little bit of the advantage. But since it was Stephen Curry the or name. Wiggins, yeah. We- and I think they will play the 76ers in the finals. That would be my dream finals ever. I would love that, but at the same time, I wouldn't because I want immediate his first ring, and I want as a player, I like Wiggins more, but I I, I like Embiid a lot. But, yeah. Um, I I really want Embiid to get that first ring so he can solidify himself as a Hall of Famer. Yeah, that I don't know. I'd have to like see what other NBA fans are saying. I don't know if that's it's a hot take, but I don't know if it's that hot for the Warriors to win it all. Mm-hmm. The Sixers is a little hotter, but the Missouri. You put a little spice on that one. That's crazy. Yeah. Let's get into the trivia question of the day. You want to start? Or you want me to go ahead? Um, I'll start because mine's pretty, pretty. I think it's simpler. But who was the oldest player in college last year? Oh my gosh. Oldest player in college? Basketball, yes. Oh, DeAndre Williams. Yeah. Okay. Twenty-eight. <laughs> Twenty eight, no, I think it was twenty six. Twenty six. That's insane. Though. That's insane. <laughs> Are you failing all your classes, game? <laughs> I mean, you graduated, but <laughs> I think I hope so. Okay, <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. My question is: You can look up the players. Can you name every college of all the NBA All Stars this year? So you can. Oh, do you have the player list that you could like send me? Yeah, I can hand you my phone real quick if you want to start off with any. Or you can just name the players and I can name the college. Okay, yeah. Giannis? No college. Jokic? No college. (laughs) Darius Baisley? Um, No (laughs) college, right? Wait, I'm an idiot. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I I was, like, thinking. I was like, bro, what? (laughs) So Darius Baisley? (laughs) Hands on the sun. Can't play if I just freaking like fell for that. <laughs> LeBron. No college. Jeez. Okay. So I got the players now. Laurie Markinen. No. Oh wait, Arizona. 
Yep. Jason Tatum. Yeah. <laughs> John Morant. Murray State. Donovan Mitchell. Louisville. Haskell Siakam. Um, New Mexico State. There you go. Demonis Sabonis. Gonzaga. DeMar DeRozan. USC. Uh, <laughs> Bam. Had a bye. Kentucky. Drew Holiday. Um, oh, my gosh. What the heck, Pat? This one stumped me when I was looking at it, but I can't tell you because you're going to be like, oh, how did I not get that? It's not UCLA, is it? No, it is. Okay. Yeah. Damian Lillard. Weber State. SGA. Kentucky. Joel Embiid. Kansas. You don't know. <laughs> Kyrie. Duke. Julius Randle. Kentucky. Jaron Jackson. Michigan State. Paul George. Um, Fresno State. Darren Fox. Kentucky. Tyrese Halliburton. Iowa State. Jalen Brown. Um, Marquette. Eh. What? That's not right? No. What? That's not right? Oh, Cal. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Anthony Edwards. Georgia. There you go. You got it. Let's go. <laughs> Muy bien. That was a very long one. <laughs> yeah. That wasn't too bad, but yeah, with that being that said. <laughs> yeah. That being said, that wraps up the podcast. Let us know if you guys like college ba- college basketball podcast. Kind of a new thing. I have to do it with Patrick, of course. He's our <laughs> expert. You see, I wasn't really talking in that, but make sure you five star this podcast. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Also, follow CBB Alert on Instagram. There's some rumors that he's making a return. I'm not too sure on that, if you want to speak on that. (laughs) Maybe. I want to, but who knows? I might. We shall see, but... Maybe when the season comes closer. That being said, we are out. Peace.